0: Welcome to the Morty Vicar podcast from BNA Church in Bristol with Wayne Massey and James Stevenson. Wayne, hello. Hi. Happy New Year, James. Happy New Year, Wayne. Um, we hope that you all had a good Christmas.
1: Yeah, we we took a break, didn't we? From we did take we, a break.
0: take a break from Morty Vicar as well as a break, a break from each other as well. <laughs> but then you sent me a message in the middle of it. Telling me that we've got a listener well from far afield
1: yes Joni and Falkirk hello uh, um, just lovely in um, Twitter 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 and tweet I sound tweet. like I'm I sound like tweet. I'm uh, can you pause the verb to tweet <laughs> in the passive uh, just um, somebody in Falkirk Joni who's discovered uh, more TV so um, Joni if you're listening hi and therefore if you're not like a member of B and A and you <laughs> want to connect with us and you tweet me I will call you out. That's, you know, so there we go. In a positive way. In a positive way. So now we
0: know that we have more than one listener Wendy Messi. Oh, no, and Nick Crane, and a few others. So, yeah. I must
1: confess I listen. Although I listen to the raw files, so that's, I don't count. So, anyway.
0: So, welcome, well, we, welcome back. It's we're, a new year, James. So what year, are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about Novak Djokovic. Oh,
1: I see what you've done there. Yeah, yeah. My wife came up. This is where the, uh, the tabloid editor, she was very pleased with herself and she would want to think it's Novak Djokovic. And it's like, yeah, I'm fairly sure everybody in Fleet Street has won. <laughs> what, okay, so t- for anybody who doesn't know, who
0: is Novak Djokovic? He is a tennis player. One, the world number one tennis world player. world number one tennis player. Who and, currently
1: holds jointly, I can't remember if it's with Federer or with Nadal or with both, the record number of Grand Slam wins. Yes. Okay. I
0: say that like I know. I don't know. I don't really know very much about tennis. So if you're listening to this and you don't know very much about tennis, you're on my side.
1: You're a typical English person. Yeah. In that you're going to get excited by tennis sometime in June when it starts, and then you're going to forget about
0: it. Anyway, so Novak Djokovic, world number one tennis player. Why is he in the news? Because he has been holed up in a hotel in... Melbourne. In Melbourne. Um. Uh, And he had previously said that he wasn't going to tell people whether he had taken a vaccine or not. Was that right? Uh, Oh, I don't know. So let's go... But then he has... Evidently, he hasn't taken the vaccine and Australia isn't letting people into its country who haven't taken a vaccine.
1: And one of the things to say, so just a bit of context, is that uh, there was a... Um, tennis actually apparently is one of the worst sports for this, but there's a there's a there's a high sort of correlation between young sports people not wanting to take the vaccine, hmm. um, and and they're asking a lot of questions about it and about it's you know yeah. seeing the effects on them and them as athletes. Yeah. Um, Djokovic is probably the most famous person in the world who's, who's, who has, you know, who's, who's raised concerns about the vaccine. He's also, he also ran, in the height of lockdown in 20, I think it's in 2022, he ran his own kind of like, they played basketball and tennis um, in Serbia and a whole load of people caught COVID. um, And so he caught COVID then and it transpires that he says he had COVID again in December um, so he's entered Australia to enter the Australian Open, which if yeah. he wins, he will hold a record for Grand yes. Slam wins. He's entered to having said he has an exemption to come into the country yeah. because he has recently had COVID, yes. which, means he do- which means it doesn't matter that he doesn't have a vaccine
0: because
1: yeah. the Australians won't let anybody in without a vaccine. Yeah. Um, he, thought he'd done all- he says he thought he'd done all the paperwork before coming in with Tennis Australia and, all- and the state of it's New South Wales. If I'm wrong, I don't know. And then he lands, and then the, actually the Australian federal government says no. Yes. And then hot off the press, the, the day we record it, is he's won his court case, which says he can come in. But the Australian immigration minister is threatening to use his personal veto <laughs> to kick him out again. Now,
0: if you're listening to this and you're excited or fearful that this is going to be a, a pro-vaccination or anti-vaccination... It's not or about process, that at all. It's not about that at all. We've chosen this topic today because... The presence of one tennis player trying to get across an international border has managed to make the top of the BBC News website with live updates. Yet, in my recollection, the vast numbers of people who travelled across the channel from France to England in search of a new life um, as refugees and asylum seekers did did reach the top of the BBC News website, but I cannot remember it reaching the top of the BBC News website with live updates at any point last year. So one man travels across the world and gets stopped to the border. It reaches the BBC News website with live updates. Thousands cross undocumented um, uh, from france to england and it never reaches live updates now that tells us something it tells us lots of things so the there's one Jane, thing yeah, is so that we're going to look, look ask, at so today. the
1: question james i'm going to ask you is why as a culture are we more interested in sports and the celebrity around sports and wider celebrities mm. so for example the most interesting thing for us as a media to know about the recent host pipe ban in California mm. is that Harry and Meghan aren't going to be able to, you know, the grass is not green in California anymore for Harry and <laughs> Meghan was the headline. <laughs> but, you know, why are we obsessed with yeah. these stories of celebrities and sport and, yeah. and, and, and entertainment? Yeah. More than we yes. are about real and normal so, lives. So, we're
0: not attempting to draw a false correlation between a tennis player turning up in Australia and refugees crossing no. a channel because they're two, they're two different issues. We're talk- the but issue we're, we're talking about so- is why we obsess with, why obsess with Novak. Why does it get to the top of our news in a way that other issues don't?
1: So, I've asked a question, James, so you must answer it.
0: Okay, so it's to do with idolatry. Okay. What is idolatry? Idolatry is the false, um, it's the placing of false gods. In the place of God. Okay. So um, you shall have no other gods before me um, uh, is uh, one of the commandments. So um, and in um, uh, when that was written graven images or um, you know as Moses found out when he came down from the mountain um, uh, uh, they'd taken the gold and um, melted it and um, heads, it was a golden calf, wasn't it? My yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, it's, it's, it's one just, of the best. It is.
1: <laughs> it is. It was I, 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 where Aaron. For me, he reminds me of my 15-year-old self. So he, they melt all the gold. They make this golden calf and Moses says, what have you done? Aaron's going, well, it wasn't really me. I mean, they just made <laughs> yeah, yeah, the stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then this calf jumped out. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I just felt like it was me with, it was me with my physics teacher about homework. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, so that, so in, in the era of the Ten Commandments, it was actual physical idols mm. that people would worship in, in place of the God who could not be seen, um, as he was described. Um, so, um, but now we Which tend is, not is, to is do it, that. Is
1: it, oh, I think it's Jeremiah where the, where the Lord says through the prophet, you know, you cut a tree down, and with half of the tree you fashion an idol, and with the other half you, you chop it up to, to, to light a fire for your
0: dinner. What's that about? <laughs> um, so um, uh, the, the contemporary... Understanding of idol, idolatry particularly within Christian worship is where we place other things before God and before is is used in terms of importance and priority so where God is no longer the most important thing in your life um, this other thing um, has become more important and a good temperature gauge for that would be about your emotions and how you react. So, um, for example, a question that you and I will ask is, do we get more excited about the idea of Liverpool winning the Premier League or do we get more excited about the idea of the Kingdom of God advancing and the name of Jesus being glorified? And and so your emotions become a diagnostic tool for whether something has become idolatrous uh, and in that it's become more important than God.
1: And, And... and interestingly enough, this conversation uh, so so Djokovic is really interesting because actually tennis is massively popular sport, but quite yeah. niche. So probably I'm guessing most of us listening to it are like, well, I'm not really bothered about Novak. Yeah. Because you know I'm interested in Wimbledon when it's on. Other than that, I'm not really interested in tennis. But there yeah. are actually, I remember going to the going to Queens, which is one of the Wimbledon warm ups when I lived in London. Yeah. And sitting behind these two. Um, very posh sounding teenage girls who both had photo albums in front of them and while the games were on were flicking through the photo albums which were pictures that they had basically selfies that they'd taken with famous players not mm. just that week but in other things and, yeah. and, who, who they'd, and, and it was clear that tennis for them was they were obsessed tennis was yeah. their life
0: yeah.
1: um, and there are people with season tickets to you know, Bristol City and Bristol Rovers and Bristol Rugby for whom that is I, my whole my week stands and falls as on whether or not you know, the Bristol Bears have won a game and and that and that's the bit where we know we're dealing with idolatry is, is where follow where the heart goes, follow where the money goes, follow where yeah. your energy and efforts
0: goes. Yeah. Um, and so so we, we uh, let, let's just reacquaint ourselves with the New Testament and how, how idolatry works its way out in the New Testament. So it, principally at the trial of Jesus, you've got um, uh, people holding up. Um, uh, you've got Pilate holding up. the the roman empire and power as an alternative to jesus yeah Um, and you've got um the, the chief priests holding up um religious practice above um the the messiah that has been promised and and in that instance their elevation of those things above god himself even though they might argue that those were god himself to to them the elevation of those things prevents them from being able to see who Jesus is, mm. is and responding to him. And,
1: and a good way of a good way of identifying idolatry is so 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 what is it that God offers us? Yeah. That um, he offers us an identity. So mm. in John, it says, those who believe yeah. his name might become children of God. Yeah. He offers us an identity. And he offers us shalom, peace, yeah. a sense of wellness. Yes. And so anything else in my life that I build my I build an identity on. Yeah. Um, and anything else in my life that, depending on what's going on with that thing, affects my shalom, my peace, yeah. my wellness, is an idol. Yeah. So... Um, Nationalism, you know, in uh, in Scotland and in and in Ireland, speaking as an Irishman, can be an idol, but it can, but also actually, it can just be an ethnicity, you know. Yes. It can just, you know, and so so idols are often good things or are neutral things that we've just pushed too far. So so the person who can't get themselves to work the morning after their team has lost, hmm. that's an idol, but the person who can shrug off, you know, it's just sport, therefore it might not be an idol. Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. Um, uh yeah and Jesus is, even before he gets to the cross he's inviting people to follow him in a way that challenges their idols isn't he so mm. so the um the rich young man he he calls out his the idolatry of money in his life and and even in yesterday's bible in one year so this is today's monday the 10th yesterday's sunday the 9th and yesterday's bible in one year in the new testament um jesus talks about the cost of following him and and you've got the the guy who says um first let me go and bury my father which correlates to a passage in in luke where that excuse is given um, it's a pretty costly excuse, and, and there's other excuses given. And, and Jesus is driving home to his audience that actually, uh, you, uh, it's me, it's me, it's me, it's me, and, and all of your decisions have to emerge out of me, and, and nothing else above it.
1: So if I was going, to I? I'm, I'm thinking an idea, but pushing. So pushing the, the Djokovic thing is, I think the biggest lie. So Australia isn't in the West, but it is kind of in terms of culturally, uh, mm. is in the West. Yeah. I think the biggest lie that we tell ourselves about how life should be is that life, sh- the good life, life should be good. Yeah. So life should be life should have pleasure. It should yeah. be enjoyable. Yes, and it should be good. So actually, sports yeah. falls into that. My team should win, but I should also be able to go and watch my team. And all. Yeah. and so 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 people like um, Djokovic, yeah, David Beckham, uh, Taylor Swift, um, all these people yeah. are, are are effectively the priests of post-Christian. Yes. Western, ensuring Western good pleasure life. continues. They are the people who mediate on our behalf yeah. for our for our kind of pleasure and enjoyment. Yeah. Um and um and you just need to see, interestingly enough, the development of... Um, so last night I watched uh, the San Francisco 49ers at the L.A. Rams. And the Rams uh, play in a new stadium called the SoFi Stadium. And compared to the L.A. Coliseum, which was basically just a ball with seats where you went to watch <laughs> sport, this is like a place where you go yeah. all day. It's got yeah. restaurants, it's got, you know, it's basically a place for the good yeah. life, for yeah. pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the ma- you know, and, and that's... And so these these guys on the sports field are priests mediating a good life mm. for us, and they have to perform a duty on our behalf so that we feel good. <clears throat> yes. Um, and the interesting thing, and this is back to uh, how religions outside of grace work as well, is of course uh, is that it, it's it, it, there's an element of risk. You know, yes. Djokovic might lose, the, the 49ers might lose, Liverpool yeah. might lose, yeah. which therefore makes it a proper religious experience. Yes. So we have to keep offering up. Yeah. Um, and that's the world that we live in, which is it, it's, it's a good world. We have all of our idols, and then we have these priests that serve at these idols. Um, and we look up to them, and we ask them to perform duties on our behalf. And so, so Djokovic not being allowed in means that for everybody who's a mad tennis fan, for whom Djokovic is their guy, yeah, um, they're unable to see their priests perform.
0: Yeah. Somebody's at the door. It's probably not the tiger who came to tea. Um <laughs> It may be our lunch date day. Um, uh, So what this means in terms of our life and how we live it, um, I would say that I think that we we live um, aware that actually the brokenness of the world promotes these idols and these idols actually get in the way of the kingdom of God breaking in. So for every false headline that is about our idols and draws our attention to it, there is a headline that is not a headline that actually speaks of um, injustice in the world. Um, and so our consent to those stories isn't just a neutral thing. It takes away from issues that actually need to be brought to the world's attention. So it's not to say that actually none of us should ever watch tennis or, or um, uh uh, be bothered about who is going to win the Australian Open or not. It's about recognising the extent to which that become, goes from being a matter of interest to becoming an idolatrous issue um, that then sustains its place falsely in our um, journalistic priorities in a way that keeps it keeps those journalistic priorities away from issues of injustice in the world.
1: Which is why... We need to begin every day going to Jesus, the one Mm. who is truly in charge. So my Bible readings this morning began with Malachi 1, verse 11, from the rising of the sun to the setting of my name. To the setting, my name will be great among the nations, and in every place incense will be offered to my name, Mm. and a pure offering. My name will be great among the nations, says the Lord of hosts. And then the next thing that I'm asked to do is to confess my sin. I haven't even woken up yet, but actually Mm. that's to confess my sin for me recognising today is a day where I'm going to face idols all day long.
0: Mm. And
1: Lord, I need to choose to come to you first so that I see what the world, the priests Mm. and priestesses, the world is putting up before me for what they are and choose you first, always.
0: So for all of those reasons and more, be careful what you click on. Thanks for listening to this episode of more tea vicar we hope that you enjoyed it and if you did share it with someone else